This is the second part of my conversation with the former CEO of Viacom 18 and founder of House of Cheers Network, Mr. Raj Nayak. In this segment, we've specifically spoken about handling career instability during the current times, uh, salary expectations, switching jobs, and navigating your career for better during these hard times. If you haven't heard the first part, you can click the i button right away. Without further ado, here we go. I want to move on to the slightly heavier part of the conversation, which is work, right? Uh, so here's what I did. I kind of went and did a small, you know, uh, anonymous questionnaire kind of a thing with some of the people, you know, who know you. uh saying hey would you like to ask mr rajnayak something about your career of course there's there are there's a barrage of questions sure. uh most of them are from uh, people in media and allied industries uh but these are all young professionals who don't know what's happening this is unprecedented time right uh i think the first question is that in a scenario like this where companies are struggling startups are struggling barring maybe of particular few categories like your edutech and you know fintech and all of that uh media companies are struggling because shoots are stalled and brands are not putting in money etc there's a general atmosphere of you know dhanda nahi hai business nahi hai right in this in in scenarios like these the 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 one who gets maximum you know impacted are the younger lot younger professionals because one they don't know what's happening they don't have a sense of direction uh, a a question that somebody asked me and which is very relevant that do 5 year and 10 year old goals like we've all been learned and say tumhara 5 saal ka goal hona chahiye 10 saal ka goal hona chahiye do they make sense now uh first of all i am not an expert on the subject but i will speak from my experience so i just want you to speak from your experience i'll speak from my experience yeah. i have always come from a school of thought and it's not just uh, on individual goals even in organizations i used to find it funny that we used to do 10 year lrps you know in organizations yeah. and yeah. i used to actually laugh at it and my bosses used to get upset with me and i used to say it's you know the thing is we don't know what's going to happen one year down the line we are planning 10 absolutely years. it's yeah. okay to have a vision it's okay to say that we want to do this you know yeah. uh, and and of course i always feel that you should have a purpose and not set that we want to be a 25000 crore company you rather say what would your company be want to be known for you know sure. Sure. for me purpose matters more than the figures yeah. and uh, even in your personal life and your personal journey one mm-hmm. of the things you need to keep in mind is we can plan what we want but life doesn't life has its own plans too right yeah. i mean yeah. people have gone and done engineering and they are producing movies and people who have done medical and they are running restaurants right so 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 3 years back you and i wouldn't have thought we would be sitting and doing this conversation right exactly right so yeah. so, so the thing is don't stress too much about the future right yeah. and and especially for the youngsters i always say whatever job you are in wherever you are you should give it you should think that you're playing a game you know mm. don't look at the scoreboard keep your eye on the ball and give it your 100% sometimes you're going to lose sometimes you're going to win but you will have that satisfaction that you gave it your 100% and there will always be another day and another game and right? in the end you will win 
you will win or you may not win it doesn't matter but the yeah. satisfaction of having played 20 wimbledons itself is a great feeling Absolutely. you don't have you may not have got a wimbledon yeah you know so so uh, you may not have won the trophy but your intent is i will give it my 100% and i will do my best and and somewhere your passion your commitment and your hard work will yield results yes so always yield results in some way or the other and uh, so i keep telling people and and when i say i keep telling people this is what i did in throughout my career i never bothered about designation i never bothered about the role but whichever role i was put in i just said that i want to be the best in this role that was my yes. challenge to myself i wanted to, and i never compared myself with my peers or anything i said in this role i want to be my best i want to, so my competition was myself as long as i felt that i gave it 100% and with highest level of integrity i was fine with it and sometimes there will be accolades that will come your way sometimes there won't be recognition but that's fine you're doing it you shouldn't be doing it because of recognition and accolades and things you should be doing because that's what makes you satisfied that's what makes you happy and yeah. the moment you do that forget the recognition outside you will feel so fulfilled as a person you will feel so happy as a human being yeah you feel great because every day when you wake up in the morning you will have that adrenaline rush saying okay today i'm going to give it my best all over again you know and and you're going to be your own competitor and you're you're going to challenge yourself and that's how you're going to improve yourself interesting so but what happens you know for for a lot of us who are in midst of changes right uh and i'm particularly talking about guys i mean actually applicable to both entrepreneurs or professionals you are negotiating a salary the company comes and says oh the environment is bad i can't give you higher salary i can't give you a raise oh you want a new job yeah here's the offer but it is less because the environment is bad what is it this is a common question and the reason i chose to ask you i know you might say i'm not the expert oh, but this is a common question which has come and yeah. people are saying what do we do do we take that lower lower uh, low cut in our salary and join that new place because we want to go to that place or uh, we say no but this is what i am get, getting right now and it doesn't matter the company is still running the company is still making profits uh, do i do i take that you so know? The, so there are two three two three uh, let me split it into three parts right yeah. one is there are organizations that are hugely profitable yeah who, and i feel very I, i have a very strong opinion about these companies who used the pandemic to actually not pay their employees or cut their employees or stop increments and things like that right yeah of course there have been companies who can the other way around as well who yeah. pay things like that yeah. so that's one there could be companies that are still genuinely struggling yeah right uh for those companies and if you are in that in one of those companies if you are unhappy with your job right if you are unhappy with your job and then it doesn't matter whether the company is doing good or bad or whatever it is right if you are not happy with the job that you are doing irrespective you should move out because you know you are not going to make sense it doesn't yeah. make if you're not going to you're not going to give it your best if you're not happy if you are yeah. not enjoying what you're doing right yeah. so that's one but if you are enjoying what you're doing and you know that the company is really going through a bad time okay then i think 
you are morally responsible and ethically responsible to say, hey, this company gave me my bread and butter. Now, when the company is going through the bad time, I'm not going to desert this company. I'm not going to leave them. I'm going to stick with them. And later, when things are better, I'm going to ask them for what I think I deserve. And at that time, I'll make a decision. You know, and, and that will hold you in good stead in the long run. Interesting. Now, the other thing is about moving to an other organization with a low pay cut, right? Uh, that's a choice because it's, it's how desperately you need that job and why are you taking that job, okay? And I would assume you are willing to go to another job with a lower pay cut for two or three reasons. One of the reasons is you're not happy in your existing job or you don't see any prospects here. You'd see that, you know, this is not going to go anywhere. Or you don't have a job at all, owing to the current circumstances. Or you don't have it. If you don't have a job, then my suggestion to you is take any job that comes your way. You know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't get, don't get, don't get, uh, don't get picky about it. Unless yeah. you like the role and the profile and the thing, yeah. different thing. But, but take a job if it comes your way because things are not going to change dramatically over the next few months or at least a year or so. So it's yeah. not that you, know, you will have 20 offers on your thing and yeah. you don't want to say, oh shit, regret saying, oh, I had that opportunity, but I didn't take it, right? Yeah. Oh, if you have a job and a lot of people have called me during this pandemic, a lot of people, my ex-colleagues and from other companies have called me saying, sir, I'm getting this job. What should I do? Should I take it? Shouldn't I take it? I said, are you happy doing what you're doing? They said, yes. Have your company looked after you? Yes. I said, why are you going? Why do you want looking for another job? I'm getting some 15% extra uh, salary or something like that or a designation change or whatever it is. I would say, just stay put. Yeah. I would say, don't move. This is the wrong time to move companies, right? Because you don't know you're going whether you're going from a uh, frying pan to a fire. Yeah. You really you don't. only get to know once you're inside. You're there, right? Yeah. So, so if you're in a in a reasonably good place, hold on to it because today safety is very important. Security is very important. It yeah. may not have been true a few months ago, but it is today. So it is very important for you to have that income because it's not you may not need the money, but it it validates your self-esteem when you yeah. have a job, when you're doing a routine job and things like that. And, yeah. and this is the wrong time to change jobs for the sake of changing jobs. Yeah. It's another matter. You're in a role and you get some fantastic offer and that's a decision. But so Something that you really wanted to do, you get it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I believe that when, you're, when you take up a job, uh, the last thing you should look at is the salary. This is my way of looking at things. Okay, because once you're in that role... If you are good, two things. No boss will want to lose a good employee. No boss. Whether yeah. he likes you or doesn't like you. Because every boss's success is based on the people that he has. Or she has. Right? And two, uh, no organization wants to lose a good person. So I think you're, in the short run, you may, get, you may feel that I'm short in. But over a long period of time, you will get overcompensated. Sure. 
Sure. So it's interesting because the last few episodes that I've spent talking to a lot of women, we've spoken about women uh, negotiating lesser salaries. And I know it's these are very different conversations, uh, this thing. But uh, maybe, you know, maybe we do another episode on just talking about... Uh, but I see no reason why women should negotiate lower salaries because I, I'm... Because we're not used to of it. Yeah, but I think women, you should... You should again, the uh, what I said stands true whether it's for a male or a female it it's not it's not necessarily for a male even for a whether it's a, and many of the people who called me were women by the I way okay <laughs> women who called me you worked with a lot of women teams, so of women, right yeah. and they yeah. called me and they feel comfortable talking to me and i would just say just stay put hold on yeah. this is not yeah. the right time to make yeah. any move yeah that's interesting. So like I promised you, I, I told you that I'm going to keep it very, very crisp. But just the last segment of the conversation, and this is a personal, this is a question which I wanted to always ask. I've spent the last 10 years, you know, seeing you, uh, uh, you know, working with you directly, indirectly. And you know how much I've always been in inspired by you in awe of the way you work. Let, uh, me, let me just say something for all the audience here. I'm a fan of Anshu. Okay, so that, that it should be registered. <laughs> that's that's why I, I had to ask this question. You have worked with the biggest of, uh, you know, the stars, actors, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, brand, you know, brand professionals and, you know, CEOs, etc. You've been one yourself. How have you managed to keep your ego aside when you interact? It's very easy when you you gain that position of power, right? It's easy to match your, or it's easy to kind of get that ego. Oh, I am so and so. There's a there's an innate quality about you. It doesn't matter who you are talking to, whether you're talking to the CEO, to the to that biggest star, or you're talking to somebody at the lowest level in the organization. And I've, because I've seen it personally, your tonality, your conversation, it's always the same. You will make that other person feel important. How have you, is, has it been a conscious effort? How do you do that? Because it's, it's one of the most important traits I feel as you grow. Uh, you know, I think uh, wrong time to use the... Uh, phrase of a person because she's, she was, I think, one of the first prime ministers of Israel. But she said, the only asset that grows with time is humility. You know, Golda Meir said this. And uh, I firmly believe that everything about power and position, everything is notional. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. just notional. It's in your head. Actually, it means nothing. Right? Yeah. Donald Trump Yesterday and Donald Trump today is different. He's, he's just got out of the chair. That's it. Nothing has changed about him. His head is still orange, right? But 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 the thing is, once you're out of the chair, you're you're for all practical purposes you're non-entity. You're on your own, right? Yeah. And, and and that's true for even stars. You know, the movie. the limelight goes. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. I've seen it. I've seen. Uh, a star standing and the paparazzi, you know, wanting to take pictures and then a bigger star comes and they tell, push, push, push the star away. And I felt so bad. I felt so bad. And, you know, uh, but, but, but it happens. That's reality of life. The single most thing is as long as you consciously tell yourself, it is not me. It is the chair or it is that position, whatever, you know, uh, position that's attributed to you. 
you keep reminding yourself about that and i and i've said this 100 times i'll repeat it again and this is a little story i love to say this uh, years ago and uh, i was working in ndtv many years ago right about maybe 15 17 years ago and uh, there was the first goa fest happening in goa first or second goa fest and i was on a flight to goa with my shorts and you know with kids and things like that and on the other end in business class the flight was almost empty at least the business class was empty at the other end was a gentleman who is now the global ceo of hul or uh, uh, unilever called nitin paranjpur yeah he was sitting at that other end and i had never met him even though i had done business with hundreds of course with levers but i had never met him mm-hmm. and so i was very excited because i knew who he was i had seen his pictures in economic times and I'd, i knew who he was so the moment the flight took off and goa flight is very short right I didn't waste any time I just got up walked up to his seat and said sir my name is Raj Naik I do a lot of business for your organization I know so and so so and so and gave my card and he said sit down and we got speaking uh, we become good friends today okay and that time he was wearing a full unilever uh, actual uniform <laughs> to go office and I was like who comes to goa in a uniform you know everybody is in shorts and kids and this is an advertising festival and things like that and he said something that stuck with me so it, it just stuck with me he said raj sometimes when i go to office in bombay i may, may not wear it you know but if i'm called upon to speak anywhere i wear this uniform because this is just to remind myself they are not calling nitin paranjpe they are calling the ceo of hul absolutely So so I don't know whether you remember this Sanchu whenever you came to my office even at Wycom you never saw me sitting at my desk I yeah. always had a round table and I sat on no, that the sofa and yeah I sat on that always right and that was and I used to tell myself Raj it's not you it's your chair don't fall in love with the chair and the so the moment I had to make a decision to move out there was no emotional attachment and one of the most difficult things to do in life is to let go i i mean sorry this this i have to share this incident uh i will not name the person is con- in concern there was a particular gentleman from another organization uh who had a you know thing about air around him and he said oh mr nayak you you know we were we were discussing certain some some work and uh, uh you know you've not given me important you actually made sure you come and drop him down i i don't know if you remember who who <laughs> i'm talking about and uh the one thing that you said mujhe kuch farak nahi padta i will come and drop him every time he comes as far as we continue to do good business and good work it doesn't matter and it struck me at so many levels here is the ceo of viacom coming and dropping that particular guy who in his own world thought that he's like huge but you had no issues and this was like it was such a big big learning lesson because when you do business keep your ego aside and that's the reason i wanted to ask in fact ask you this question no it's it's a it's another thing which i learned and uh, again i've used this example in the past uh, i used to work with espn star sports and yeah. one of the producers uh, actually there were two commentators and this years ago there were two commentators who fought on on television and you know uh, the senior uh, commentator actually 
uh, trashed the junior commentator on on live on air, and it wasn't it 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 was great television to watch, yeah. but that evening or next day, the the producer and uh, who was also the head of content head of ESPN Star Sports at that time uh, called that senior commentator and took him out for a drink in the evening. Okay. And uh, I know the story closely because I I was very close to uh, him at that time. And they took him out for dinner because after that we met for dinner. And he told him, you know, oh, you are fantastic on television today. And he was like feeling very good. He said, you thrashed this guy. He said, very good. It made great television. He said, very good. He said, but I want to tell you something. It made you look bad. So there is a. So he said, if you want to look good. Make the other person look good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing. And, yeah. and and by you know by doing something like going and dropping somebody to the gate or coming back, what did it do to me? It didn't make me small. In fact, I would think it. You became the greater talk. person. Actually, you became the bigger person. So, In so, my eyes, who was the third person there? You became the bigger so, person so, for so sure. The is, so the thing is, again, you know. If you are able to do two, three things in life, I think a you will be a much happier person. And one is, don't be scared. You know, if you can conquer fear, if you can conquer fear, okay, as long and and you can only be fearless when you are doing things with integrity, yes. right? Because then you don't give a shit about anybody because your conscience is clear. Yes. Two is if you can overcome greed. You know. There is a difference between need and greed. You need to know when that need converts into greed, and at every every uh, point in your life, that inflection point is there. You know, because yes. my need today is different from my driver's need. But at every stage of everybody's career, and your life changes, you will you know you'll get bet- used to better things. Your lifestyle will get better and better and better. So your need will change. But you should know the difference between need and greed. And the most important thing, if you are able to Take your ego, bundle it in some clothes, and put it in a box and keep it aside. You will never ever go wrong in life, never ever. And That's the most difficult uh, thing to do, sir. It is not difficult thing to do. You have to say, "What will I do with my ego? It can only cost you." But how do you differentiate? Sorry, I'm cutting you in. But uh, and this could be—I mean, this is more for my personal consumption as well. How do you differentiate between ego and self-respect? Yes, there is a difference. I mean, you should never compromise on self-respect. Ego is different from self-respect. Ego is different from pride. Yeah. Right? Me being proud of something I've done is doesn't mean I have an ego. I'm genuinely proud. Damn it! Why shouldn't I be proud of something that I've achieved or I've done? Right? Self-respect is you cannot let anybody else humiliate you. Never, no matter who it is. And uh, again, I have a small story. And my mother told me this. She said, even if you have to shout at somebody, she said, call them in a room, and you can give them a dressing down, but don't humiliate a person in front of anybody. Does. Yeah. because for everybody the most important thing is their self respect and she would give me examples you know she used to tell me when you see somebody on the street putting their hand like this she said i used, i used to you know uh, argue with her say when i was young i said no that's how we uh, uh, 
encourage beggars. You know, I used to say that. She used to say, no, Raj. You try putting your hand out. You, that person must have gone through the worst amount. His self-respect must have depleted to such an extent for them to be putting their hand out. It's not an easy thing to do. You know, it's not an easy thing to do. So never, at the same time, don't let anybody trample on your self-respect. Yeah. But you have to differentiate it. Ego is having airs about yourself, you know, throwing your weight around, uh, uh, having an opinion and not being open to criticism or not willing to have a healthy debate, you know, and uh, turning a blind eye to things because you think, I know best, my way or the highway. Now, that is ego. Self-respect is not ego. Self-respect is, I have an opinion. You may disagree with my opinion. And it's okay. We can agree to disagree. Not, you know, uh, right now, uh, there are things happening in the country and a lot of people disagree with me. And it's fine. That's my opinion. And, and I'm entitled to my opinion, just like you are entitled to your opinion. But the moment I try to impose my opinion on yours, that's when there's a problem. This is this is going to I, I think I'm going to listen to this this part of the conversation almost three, four times to be able to get that in my head. It's it's been a personal journey to be un, able to understand what is self-respect, what is ego and how do you differentiate the two? Uh, I'm working on it, but uh, and also, you know, uh, unless uh, keep this in mind, unless somebody has physically beaten you or touched you. Let's even somebody give you a gali, na. Do as if you're not heard that guy. Think that guy giving gali to somebody else. Yes. Then you it won't bother you. It bothers you when you take it personally. Now what you're doing is you're catching it in the air and you're saying this is for me. Right. That's when you get hurt. Best is to ignore. Let the person scream. That person has wasted his energy, his effort, or her effort. Sanuki. <laughs> so so that's the way to Absolutely. do it. The moment you do that. You make your mind a mental framework saying that this is who I am. This is what I'll be. I won't let other people's, you know. Uh, Judgment a, decide my, you yeah, know, let me drive. There's a nice phrase by, I think, uh, uh, who was the Apple? Uh, Tim Cook? Steve no, Jobs. Steve Jobs. There's a very yeah. nice quote from him, right? So, mm-hmm. so you, have to, you have to be yourself. And the day you uh, decide that this is who I am, this is what I will be, and this is how I'm going to live my life. There's no stopping you. There's no nothing stopping you because it's yeah. your life. Yeah. You, yeah. You're measuring yourself with your own yardstick. Yeah. The moment you start comparing your yardstick with somebody else, that's when you'll be disappointed. Yeah. When you're yeah. saying, I'm happy in my own bubble. I'm fine. I'm happy. You know, and that's the way to look at life. This was... One of the most interesting and in my head, I'm like, how do I request him to come for one more episode? <laughs> that should be my closing Anshu, line. Anshu, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. There's never <laughs> ever a time I will say no to you for anything, anytime. This is just absolutely an honor. I know every time you've, you've told this to me many times, but it really means a lot uh, that you've come and, you know, spoken about so many things. Uh, thank you so much, sir. I think I'm going to leave it to the audience to, you know, to kind of just take so much of interesting stuff that we've spoken about today and uh, connect with you soon <laughs> offline. Yeah, thank you so much. Take care. Stay safe. And, uh, and I hope for everybody in this country and uh, that, you know, 
we will all overcome this soon and we will all get back to our normal selves and uh, we will i'm i'm very very positive so that we will so we will we will thank you so much sir thank you thank you, thank you for watching this if you have enjoyed this conversation make sure you hit the like button comment what was your favorite part and also subscribe to the channel don't forget to press the bell notification to never miss a new episode because we have a lot more coming uh, this podcast is available on spotify apple google jio savan by the name questions i wanted to ask you can listen to it wherever you like link will be in the description you can follow me on social media instagram twitter etc and All the links are in the description. Thank you for watching. I'll see you in the next one.